This podcast, The Two Mats, is sponsored as ever by the New European Newspaper. And we've got a very special subscription offer for you, a new one, where you can get a free bollocks to Brexit passport cover. That's right, you heard that right, folks. It's a burgundy, like vegan leather, beautifully designed passport cover. Pleather. To, to have pleather, that's what, that's what they call it, isn't it? Pleather. To hide your um, new British blue. The shame of the, the blue shame, The shame passport. of the blue passport. And you can get your free bollocks to Brexit passport cover free with a subscription to the New European from just £1 a week. So to take this fantastic offer, and trust me, if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love the New European, go to theneweuropean.co.uk forward slash two mats. That's the number two, M-A-T-T-S, and there's a link in the show notes. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, welcome to the New European Podcast. My name's Richard Porritt and I'm joined by Steve Anglesey. Hello, snowflakes. How are you doing, Steve? I'm, uh, I'm buffeted by the wind. It is it, the weather has just gone wild. I've just been to Hemsby. It's wet and wild. I've been to Hemsby, which is a, a small seaside town it is. in Norfolk. Yes. And on the way back, uh, basically the heavens opened. I've never seen rain like it. Incredible. And I'm, and I'm and from, from the north. Yes. Um, it is very wet, and you might even be able to pick up some of the wind on the on the podcast because it was whistling a minute ago. Wasn't that it? might just be me, though. Ah. Ah. A big lunch, lasagna and beans. I see, lasagna and beans, that good Brexit lunch. <laughs> a perfect Brexit lunch. Now, um, welcome, one and all. We will first get to the news, because I know a lot of you come here for the news. We do come for the news. I'll yeah. be honest with you, some of the news is going to be a surprise to me this week because it's half term. Oh, yeah. Um, so I spent much of the week doing half termy things. Oh, yeah. Well, so what's your half term news? Half term news? Yeah, okay, we could do that. Um, my daughter had lunch in uh, what with her friend. She said she needed fifteen pounds. Yeah, which I gave her to go for lunch. Okay, and I, I seem to think she went to lunch in a pub. Right, she's twelve. Okay, she she tells me that she had a milkshake and chips. Okay, so I don't know. She's an early adopter. Dubious about this uh, lunch choice, but anyway, well there done. you go. And uh, what else? Um, not much else, really. I don't think. No, but I, but I haven't been I haven't been completely on top of my brief. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay, well that's fine. So you might I've done the heavy lifting. You for might surprise me. And then as today usual. when I yes, as usual, today get my medication in nice and early. Today when I have been working, yes. I've been, been to Hemsby. To Hemsby. To yeah. a seaside resort. To a seaside resort in Hemsby. So that's why in I'm February. not. Not quite. Okay. Uh, not, not quite. quite with things. But uh, I'm with it. Good. That's good. So and after what we've done. It's been. After we've done the news. Yes. We'll crown a Brexiteer of the week. Always. Always. Actually, we didn't once. Did we not? Yeah, I can't remember why. You had a week off. Oh, OK. Um, and, yes, oh, what a week it's been. Woo-hoo. Yeah, incredible. I'll tell you what I did see. Lisa Nandy, she was good on uh, Good Morning Britain this morning. Yes, she was good. Did you uh, see that? Yes, I did see her. Do you know what? I've got that song stuck in my head. I do now watch Good Morning Britain most mornings. And uh, not through choice particularly, but it is on. OK. And... I, I, I can't stop singing that song by... Is it Aztec Camera? Who was it? Good morning, Britain. It was by Aztec Camera. Good song, that. I thought you were going to say... And it had the drummer from... Um, did, 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 the did, Clash. Did, 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 did it? Yeah. Did it? I don't know. I think. On top of head? 
Terry Chimes? I don't know. I, I think it had a guest drummer on it. Oh, I don't know about Good that. Morning, Britain. And it was quite political. Uh, it was quite political. It was released yeah. in 1990. Ooh, and you're I full think, of facts. I think it had. I think. Is this the only preparation you've done? <laughs> you've listening done to our set camera. I think it had the lyric we've we've ten ten years and we still can't get rid of her or something like that. Right? Did it? Which obviously really is in reference to Margaret Thatcher, who was then got rid of in 1990. Do you think yeah. all this time, all this time, we thought it was about poll tax and you yeah, know, yeah, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Um, Jeffrey Howe, blah, blah, blah. And it was actually our set camera. Yeah, it might have been, yeah. There we go. Well, maybe we need our set camera um, back again. I thought you were going to say that you had in um, Lisa Nandy song stuck in your head. Oh, what, oh Nandy, <laughs> you came and you gave without taking... <laughs> How I need you today, oh Nandy. Imagine if she made that her campaign thing. Do you want to know a secret? And I did say... I don't think she should make that her campaign No, thing. I don't. But I, I... Listen. I've got the hots for Lisa Nandy a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I have. Well, there you go. I'm That's sure all right. She, I'm sure she'll be delighted to That's hear. That's all right. That. I'm not going to do anything about it. I, I also think she. I also think she's a really credible candidate. I think she's growing in this race. And I'm she's the yes. She is a credible candidate in a race that is. Well, there's not many credible no, candidates no, well, in, the, two. in the leadership. There's and, two. Come and on, you know I love. You know I love Keir the most. Oh, I know you love his hair. But you? I think. Um, but Lisa has been. I'm, I'm really impressed. I think with she's her. having a good. A, a, she a, is. A, a good campaign. And I don't yeah. think she'll win, but I think. Uh, you know, no, there is there is some um, there is some hope for the future if she was to get a big job in that in yes, fingers crossed Kia's so. shadow cabinet. Yeah. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, Brexit of the week news. Um, all that, all that stuff. kind of podding podding fun. Yes, yeah. that's right. Great. But first, oh, <laughs> yes. What have you prepared for me? <laughs> I've not prepared anything. <laughs> Um, well, why don't we talk about Pretty Patel? Because she's she's had a lively old week, hasn't she? Well, she's had a. It's been an extraordinary week. It's yeah. almost like if you if you give people uh, jobs just because they're going to agree with you. <laughs> well, that's how I got this job. Well, it is, yeah. <laughs> and and like this, you know, yes, they yes, turn out yes, not to be very yes, good, don't they? Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, of course. Um, and what a week! I mean. We're recording this on Thursday. We are. It's, I mean, Pretty Patel is at the centre of several different storms, isn't she? There's a yeah. There's a bullying storm. There is. Um, atmosphere of fear. Atmosphere of fear. Uh, that's right. It's a hostile environment in the Home Office. Yeah. She's not content with creating one on the streets of the of the country. She's no. Bringing the hostile environment home. Yeah. And this is a part. The staff say that she has belittled officials. Mm. She's taken an angry and aggressive tone in meetings, yeah. presumably while doing that weird grin. Yeah, uh, she's all, she always looks like she's flirting. She's with made you. unreasonable demands. Uh huh. What they were? She's wanted. Get me the moon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like really unreasonable. Uh, really Three a.m. I want ice cream. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Civil servants rushing round her house with a with a well, tub of what? tub of. Um, or Vianetta. If she wanted all the, you know, a bath full of M and M's with all the blue ones taken out, <laughs> she's gone all Led Zeppelin on that. That'd be amazing, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'd be good if that um, came out, wouldn't it? Yeah. That'll yeah, be what yeah, they. Yeah. That will be what they mean. Yeah, exactly. I want to see the original lineup of Joy Division tonight <laughs> in my front room. But pretty Ian Curtis, I'm afraid. Well, that's, that's not an excuse. <laughs> I want doers. I, I don't want. I don't want excuses. Oh, I mean. Um, so there you go. Yeah. Um, she's the Anna Wintour of uh, she's, the home she's office. The, 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 <laughs> yes, the devil wears a weird smug grin. Um, she wanted she wanted Sir Philip Rutnam out. Yes, uh, because he reported concerns he, about her behaviour to the mm. to the cabinet office. Mm. She's she's he's only her permanent secretary. Yeah, uh, she's had somebody else out. And then we, um, not she's not had them out for a fight, She's we, we learned that she's already got rid of somebody. Yeah. And then it's all come to a head because uh, some poor uh, sap um, stayed up all night trying to overturn the High Court ruling uh, uh, against the, the deportation yeah, yeah, flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they then fell ill yeah. in a meeting and, and collapsed yeah. in the, in and, the, and in the meeting. And pretty stepped over them, probably. And... Uh, were found to have a sodium 
deficiency, and she'd had a go at them, apparently. Um, well, I mean, I've met Pretty on, on numerous occasions. She yeah. never... I have to be honest, and um, I did get in a bit of trouble because I was interviewed by Profile about Pretty Patel when she, oh, yes. when she was given the chop. Yes. A few years ago, and... Um, and what did you say? Well, I said she was her her ambition and confidence much outweighed her ability, and I stand by that, um, frankly. Good. And I wonder and if you should know. And I wonder. Well, yes, I, I've been met her three times. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I wonder if um, I wonder if she's just getting found out a bit. Do you yes, know? Yes, that's what I think. Yeah. Is, that's yeah. what I think is happening, and that is what I think increasingly will happen with, with, with some of these appointments because, frankly, they're just not very good, are no, they? No, um, I mean, some, let's be fair, some people have said, well, you know, I think she's perfectly all right to, to deal with and I've worked for her for yeah. a long time. Yeah. You know, and I don't see her as a bully, but she's, you know, to be fair, she's probably threatened to kick the shit out of them. <laughs> well, to be honest, she's very small. She I is. Think, I mean, I, I think it's unlikely that she would um, she would cause much physical threat to anyone. No. Um, a, but a Home Office source said, no one can see how this is going to be resolved. It is going to blow up sooner or later. Um, mm. And it sounds like, you know, it's, it, doesn't it sound like she is doing all the things that Dominic Cummings would go, oh, this is good? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, isn't it yeah, a bit yeah, yeah. trying too hard to be, you she's know, gone disruptive? She's gone a bit, P- bit PJ Masks. Exactly. She's gone, yeah, night time is the right time to fight crime, yeah. as we know. Yeah, yeah. Good. I, I, I think I might get into PJ Masks. Well, what, what, f- why don't you for this weekend? Why don't you watch an episode of PJ Masks? And then we'll yeah, which we really should have done about three weeks ago yeah. when, <laughs> when you mentioned it. Proper journalism, yeah. this isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, Obviously, there's the issue of her parents. Let's set in the bullying to one side. Do do what? I mean, i.e., they wouldn't be allowed into the country. Well, she's admitted, hasn't she, that the immigration rules that she is proposing. Her parents wouldn't have been admitted to the UK. Do you remember the um, hilarious afternoon when Priti Patel's father declared himself as a UKIP candidate? That's right. And then the media arrived on his doorstep and Priti Patel went in, had a little word with Dad, came back out and said, oh no, it's all been a big mix-up. What he meant to say (laughs) was he just fancied a kip. Yeah. That was funny. Um, yes, I do remember that. That was very funny. Um, he looked like a nice old boy, though, didn't he? I mean, we've all had a row with our parents. Well, not know. not about standing for UKIP. But... <laughs> but do you think I, that's it? Is this her getting her own back? I think it probably is, you know. Remember when you embarrassed me? <laughs> out. Yeah, out. <laughs> maybe. Maybe, they should, could, maybe she could deport them to Israel, where they'd be able to do a number of interesting <laughs> trade deals. <laughs> Do you know what I was just in? A, I don't know. I was just in a, doing some journalism. My mum is from Scotland. My mum was born in uh, Belfast. Which would, I don't know. I don't know. My mum was born in Belfast of Scottish parents. Well, there you go. And Are my they, dad had Irish parents. Don't deport our mums, pretty. Yeah, come on, pretty. Please not. Um, I was just in Hemsby. Did I mention that? Yes, you did. And I was chatting to the owner of, not the owner, sorry, the, the, one of the top brass at a, a well-known um, ho- sort of holiday park. Is that yes. what you call them? Yes, a holiday yeah, park. Yeah, I don't yes. know. I'm doing that. I'm, I'm waving my hand around. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, sort of Heidi High. Yeah, it works. Yeah, it works well. On, on and he okay. was saying that they, they're closed at the moment because, well, frankly, it's yeah. absolutely caning it down with rain. But um, they. They reopen at the end of March, right? Yes. And they're open until October. And he was saying that next week, an army, that's how he described them, an army of Latvian women arrive. Right. And they get everything ship shape and they live on site for the whole summer and they do the cleaning and they get paid and yeah. whoopee do, brilliant. Um, he says there's no way, you know, how, how on earth are we going to, you know, be able to run this park yes, exactly. next year? Because there isn't the local, there's no local appetite for people to do it. No. But she's got a plan for that, hasn't she? In she, has, she has. Well, why don't you explain that to me? Well, she says. Because this is what I said to him. I said, "Don't worry." Because she says that the, uh, the holes that you describe are going to be filled by uh, uh, 8.48 million uh, Britons between yep. 18 and 64. Oh, that's good. Phew. 
and she described them as being economically inactive. And then, but when you look at this, most of these people, only twenty-two percent of these people, so only one point eight eight seven million of these people in the first place, mm-hmm. say that they are actually interested in a job. Mm-hmm. So, so some of them, a quarter of them, are unable to work right. through illness or disability. Thirteen uh-huh. percent of them have already retired. So probably again not that keen on not going and being a cleaner in so, Hemsby. So that, that's so that's thirty eight percent of them gone. Yeah. Another twenty two percent of them are looking after family members or or carers or houses or, yeah. or, or, or whatever else. Yeah, yeah. So they, like, um, what I guess like uh, full time mums. So they can't work, and yeah. and thirty percent they thirty percent of them are are students who right. clearly aren't able to work all of the time. No, aren't in the same. Uh, you know, aren't in the same place um, all of the year uh, anyway. And there are about um, 3.7 non-UK nationals uh, working in the UK at the present. Right. Um, 2.35 million of which are from the the EU. And, I mean, it's been worked out that about 70% of the ones, the the EU workers... Yeah. Um, would not be eligible under these rules. Now, obviously, EU people who've got the right to stay and have, are, are not going to leave, are they? But it does look like there is going to be some kind of shortages. And, you know, the, the this idea that we are going to get rid of what she deems unskilled workers or people who... Yes, I don't like the language around this yes, exactly. either. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, unskilled workers. But people who don't earn um, stuff that is in her... Uh, well, I mean, 25,600 was the first band that we got, wasn't it? Which was reduced from what we first thought it was going to be. Now it's been, we've been talking about... Re- they're talking about reducing it again. Mm. Um, they're already talking about backtracking and making care exempt from this because, yeah, yeah. because they know that there are so many... Um, EU nationals, yep. uh, sorry, non-EU nationals already working. That would in be it. a start. I would follow it up with agriculture and leisure. Well, exactly. I mean. And then, and then, what else have you got? You know, I mean, the, back in the mists of time, the people who've been listening to this podcast is that pretty? I'm going to get you. It's not, but you know what? My phone. I can't turn the blinking sound down. So I have to turn it off. Good. I'm turning it off. You carry on. Okay. I mean, back in the mists of time, you'll remember that Pretty Patel said this was going to make the curry industry better, didn't she? Yes. Brexit would make the yes, curry industry right. better. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then... Uh, curry as for Brexit. Towards the end of last year, people said, well, what about this? Because you're going to say that only people who earn £25,600 are going to be able to come over here. And mm. surely... And then, she, and then she she said, don't worry, we're going to introduce, the." I think the son called it, the Vindaloo visa. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it said, don't worry, skilled chefs from around the world will still be able to come here, even if they earn less than 25,600. Oh, that. Yeah. That doesn't cover the other people who work in the... <laughs> you don't need one... It's not... A curry house isn't run <laughs> by one person, is it? It's not I mean, run by one... It's going to be busy. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleaning, taking the money, yeah. serving the drinks, making a knockout curry. You know, and and, and you know, we, you know that they are that a lot of curry houses are, are run by people who have come over, family members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People bring their own families over. It's well, great. That's why it's so consistent. So could murder a curry. So what's going to happen with that? And it, again, I think this is a you know this this policy is just going to collapse. Um, Collapse around our, our ears. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Just just before you go on, I've got to talk to you about something. Okay. I want to talk to you about Computer Active. Oh yes, good. Computer Active, your friendly guide to PCs, gadgets, and the web. Yes. You're pretty good with old techie stuff, aren't you? But um, I'm garbage. Oh uh, yes. So for those who haven't heard of Computer the Information Active, Superhighway, I'm all over it. Yeah. I mean, a fast it, lane, mate. You go. You, you, well, I said to you, well, look, how can I find you on the interweb? You said type in HTTP, call on, forward slash, forward slash. Yes, that's <laughs> Face, the Facebook. <laughs> I'm on the Facebook, yeah. <laughs> Back to reality. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't heard of Computer Active, and we have, because the lovely people there sent us a load of copies, yeah. um, 
It's the UK's best-selling fortnightly computer magazine. There's regular news updates, project ideas, help and advice on popular reader queries in every single issue. Articles cover a range of areas, uh, antivirus software, broadband, um, how to protect your data, that's a big deal of course, and, and even becoming an even bigger deal, consumer rights, whole lot more. Um, it offers you clear and concise advice to help you get the very best out of your computer. And you, dear listener, yes. can get three issues of Computer Active in print and digital for, guess how much? £5,000? Quid. One quid. One what? pound. One pound. Yeah? What? Now that's a massive saving because the, the normal price, if you go and buy it in the shop, is £2.30 for a print copy right. and £1.99 for digital. So you're saving a bunch. But there's more. If you subscribe today, you also receive a free 15-piece PC repair toolkit as a welcome gift. Really? Hey, that's great. I wouldn't know where to start repairing a PC. I have to say, but I think this. I'd like I think to this see you try. <laughs> I think this is probably aimed at some people who are a bit more advanced I'm, than me. Do you know, what I would really like to see try. <laughs> what? I'd to compare, repair a computer. I'd like. What about Michael Gove or somebody like that or David Davis? People have said that they didn't need any experts. The editor of the New European once commented as I was trying to resize a page on um, a a print page on the computer screen that it was like watching a monkey take apart a uh, pocket watch. Great. (laughs) That was nice. Is that a good thing then? Uh, No, I think he was saying I was rubbish at it. Oh, okay. Um, Listen, every issue will be hand-delivered to your door every fortnight, no extra cost, You'll never miss an issue. You don't even have to get out of your comfy computer chair and go to the news agents to get it. It will arrive right there. I tell you what, if you are not massively technical, it is really good, isn't it? Because it is full of sort of how-to, easy how-to guides, practical advice. I think, well, actually, there's a couple of articles I've read that, you know, I'm not that much of a... I'm not that computer illiterate that I can't follow them. No. But I feel like I'm learning something. Well, you that's know? good. But if you're super you've duper... You've got a lot to learn. If you're, well. if you're a computer boffin like you, yes. there's also stuff. Yes, there is. So, there you go. It says on the front. I don't know whether it says this now, but it used to say on the front... You're getting the, your money's worth of your computer active. It said, learn something new in every issue. Did it? And, and I thought, that's really... Is that, have you done that with the issues you've seen? We've had three. Well, I have learned, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. yeah. Right, good. And if it's not for you, there's a money-back guarantee. That's good, isn't it? You get your quid back. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to sign up, visit getcomputeractive.co.uk T-N-E-B That's T-N-E-B the new European Brexit is what it actually stands for. Okay. So getcomputeractive.co.uk T-N-E-B You can claim your first three issues for just a pound and that free welcome gift of course so you can repair PCs getcomputeractive.co.uk forward slash T-N-E-B do it. Do it now. Do it now. Can I say one more thing about Pretty Patel? Uh, yes. She uh, she's a bit gaff prone as well. Isn't oh she? yeah, 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 yeah. And Gaff-tastic. She, she shipped up on on oh. Kay Burley. Yeah. Shipped up. Yeah. I say. <laughs> uh, Did she? On Monday morning, <laughs> Kay Burley asked her about flooding. <clears throat> And she said, the whole of government is working at empathising with the individuals who have rightly been affected. Rightly. (laughs) It's not really... She thinks she's God. It's ordering floods. It's not. She does say rightly quite a lot. And and she dropped (coughs) uh, rightly as one of her favourite words. She's got a God. She's clearly a a demigod. If you're a student of Patel, she says rightly, quite rightly... People who ordinary people who are rightly concerned, rightly. and she just she slipped her rightly in there. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but I just thought it was a brilliant lack of empathy. <laughs> rightly, they've, people who've rightly been affected by they've rightly been funny. flooded out of their. That is funny. I don't know if you remember this, but when George Bush was running against Clinton in mm. George Bush Senior yeah. was running against Clinton <clears throat> in 1992, they said to him, "You've got a real empathy problem." Obviously, Clinton was the sort of the king of empathy, yeah. wasn't he? He used to they used to say, "Oh yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah." He, he, you know, he shakes your hand and. 
and he feels your pain and all of this. Yeah, yeah. And actually feeling <laughs> yeah, something else, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, You've met him too. <laughs> but they, uh, yes. But they said you've got a real empathy problem next to this guy. So when you go out, say, you know, sell the message that you care. Yeah. And in New Hampshire, he actually said, George Bush said at a press conference, <laughs> message, I care. He's surprised he didn't go, message, colon, yeah. I care. Oh, message, colon, <laughs> message, I care. Um, pretty Open quotes, message, colon, I care, do close remember, quote. Do you remember earlier, it's only earlier this month that she was she promised to crack down on counter-terrorists. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. It was brilliant, wasn't rightly. it? Rightly. Tomorrow we, we will... Yes, Quite rightly. rightly. Quite rightly. Tomorrow we'll be announcing some fundamental changes to deal with counter-terrorism <laughs> and counter-terrorist offenders. That brave guy with his swordfish yeah. or whatever going, wow, the table's turned so quickly. He's, he's got to go. Anyway, Pretty Patel, watch this space. She's going to be a disaster. Yes, well, I mean, yes, but she gives She's us plenty She's already a disaster. She gives us plenty to talk about, God bless her, doesn't she? Uh, yes. How about another disaster? Well, in my opinion, not all the listeners will agree with this. Well, I th- not all of the, re- the listeners will agree with this, but we talked about Lisa Nandy earlier on, and we talked about Keir Starmer and your love of his hair. Love, love. Uh, I think Le- I think Lisa Nandy is a, is a good candidate. Yes, and Keir I fancy Starmer's her a little good, bit. Good, I think Keir Starmer's a good candidate. Okay, and I fancy him a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. And who does that leave? Hot. Now Emily Thornbury is uh, That leaves Rebecca Long-Bailey. And Rebecca Long-Bailey, do you remember when she She's said... also an attractive woman, but I don't I agree think, with her politics. I really think we should stop classing <laughs> politicians on... Oh, when... come on, I'm, a, I, I, you, I, I'm still a human. Well, come on, this is not a hashtag me too moment. I'm just saying that... All right, you know, I think it's a dangerous... I think it's a dangerous well, game. I, anyway, <sighs> Rebecca Long-Bailey, do you remember when she said, I've been on a journey and now I support... We should have a instead of having an election, we I should do. have the people's vote, and then yeah. we should have the election. Yeah. That was in October. That yeah. was in late October. <laughs> now yeah. Yeah. she ships up on ships up. Everyone's you. shipping up, aren't they? She ships up. I'm worried about you slipping up when you say that on Mar, and she says it will be absolutely disastrous to go into the next election advocating a position of rejoining the EU. Mm-hmm. I've been. I don't know if you if you've been targeted by Rebecca Long Bailey's Facebook advertising as well. No, there's lots. You can tell she's behind in the race because boy oh boy, she's throwing a lot of is money she? at Facebook, <clears> and <throat> I'm she? getting a lot of Facebook ads. And there's there's one. we're actually friends on Facebook. You and Rebecca Long Bailey. Oh yeah, yeah. that's nice. Mm-hmm. We're not friends on Facebook, are we? Me and you. I don't think we are. Yeah, I think we are. Are we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, I don't put anything on Facebook. She, uh, there is a, a, a campaign video of her. She's meeting two people from Salford. Right. Uh, oh, I've heard about this. Silver-haired people from Salford. Yeah, they yeah, seem yeah. very nice. They introduce themselves as leavers. Uh-huh. Uh, they say the Labour Party didn't listen to us. <laughs> it's a weird thing to do, and it would be walking to them. Hello, I'm a leaver. Well, maybe they'd just call Mr <laughs> and Mrs Lever. I don't know. They say the Labour Party didn't listen to us over Brexit. Um, and they say, how will you fix that? Mm. And I'm going to read out exactly what she says. Good, okay, good. We've got to move on and offer a vision of what Britain and what Salford looks like outside the EU. Uh uh And that has to be positive. It has to be, yeah. Because people don't vote for negative politicians. Mm. They don't vote for someone who's going to tell them how terrible their life is going to be. They only vote for someone who tells them how good life is going to be. She doesn't explain anything there about what she believes on Brexit how the disaster of Brexit is going to be turned around to, to positively impact these people's lives, how she's going to put some pressure on the Prime Minister to um, you know, come out of the, the negotiations with some kind of deal, what the, what the unions are going to do, what, what a positive Brexit looks like, how in any way Brexit is going to be really good for two older people from Uh Salford. Uh She just essentially says it's unicorns and sunlit uplands all round. And I just think that's... I mean, it's extraordinary, isn't it? Uh, For for somebody who was saying four months ago there should be a people's vote, this is clearly, you know... What does it say about Becky, as she's rebranded herself, Long Bailey? Does it say that she's flapping in the wind? Does it say that she's desperate? Well, completely. I mean, her and her her campaign website, which is called Becky for Leader or Becky Long Bailey for Leader or, or whatever, 
says, says Labour needs a leader who sticks to their principles and has the record to prove it. Yeah. And she's completely changed her tune about this in, in, in four months. Also, also when, she was, when she was on Andrew Marr, he asked her about freedom of movement. Keir Starmer has said freedom of movement very, um, is very important. Lisa Nandy yeah. has, has, has said, I believe in freedom of movement. Let's talk about how we're going to yeah. you know, yeah. bring that back on, onto the table. Yeah. Rebecca Long Bailey said, "My personal, my own personal view is that I am in favour of free movement, but we've got to be pragmatic, right. and we've got to realise the position that we're in. And surely that means we're going to say no to free movement. And that opens, yeah. you know, didn't Rebecca <coughs> Long Bailey? Hasn't Rebecca Long Bailey ascended to where she is now because she was part of the Corbynista revolution, which was in part." Uh, you know, it was fighting back against when Labour went put mugs out saying we're going to have a strong immigration policy yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, you know, this is just, this is just... It does, she does seem to be running a campaign that is, and I, I actually it's, am it's not... It's passive thinking, isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah. this is what you, what I take you want. It's not, I'm going to explain what I believe in to no. you. Which is what, a leader, you which, what actually leadership that is le- should be. That yeah. is leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, I think why she's not, that's why she's not the right person to lead the Labour Party. I agree. I, I think she's too close, to, she's too, for me, she's far too close to, um, you know, Corbyn's policies, and we do often get told off on, on Twitter for being a pair of middle-aged Blairites. Yes, we are. Um, and that, that's not actually true, actually, but I, I do think there's a place for Rebecca Long Bailey in Whatever cabinet, yes, is, is shadow cabinet is formed. Actually, I think she, I think she's got the potential to be a good performer for Labour because she's good on, um, she's good in the media and she's good on that. But she's she's not leader material. I think this campaign has, has proved that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you know, it would, it, it, it will, it will be inter- It will be interesting to see how close it is. It will be. I think I do. I, I am more and more convinced that Keir Starmer's got it wrapped up though. Yes. Do you? Well, um, well, how long are we out now? Six weeks out. Well, we're six. Yeah, we're six weeks out. I mean, I guess it depends. Painfully long, isn't it? Are you it bored is. already? Well, it does. Yeah, but uh, you know, it, I guess it depends on how many of the union affiliated votes come mm. in. For, oh, it's ter- for, it's for terribly her and fiendishly complicated. It is really complicated, isn't it? Um, but uh, but yeah, I just think it is. I think it's really worrying. I'll you tell know? you what. I would give her it's her also, campaign out of ten. What ten? <laughs> <laughs> It's been so bad that you give it ten out of ten. Uh, it is it is quite notable though, isn't it, that, that John McDonnell now says we should forget about Brexit for a generation and not talk about it anymore. And you know, it was in December. It was in early December that John McDonnell was saying Brexit is a total disaster. Yeah, we must remain. Yeah, we must do whatever we can. Yeah, and now we, we just forget about that for a generation. That's that's like five or six whole parliaments a generation. How does he? How does he propose? How do these people propose that we're going to forget about it when it's going to be affecting everything that we do? Anyway, just forget about it. Yeah. Don't worry, be happy. Let it flow, become a woman. I'd love this bit, yeah. <laughs> this is great. We were discussing before the pod um, what um, what catchphrase, if I should read... If you should have a catchphrase. Well, I have got one, which is... Oh, that's good, I remember um, that. But, um, and I was reminded of Yellowhammer earlier on because it's been it's up for an award, it's, a, it's up for Scoop of the Year or something. Scoop of the Year, yeah. Uh, but... Um, but I also, for some reason, that song from about 1994 popped into my head. Yeah, it's good. I can't remember who it was, who it was by, can you? I don't, no, I don't know who it was dun, by, especially when dun, you sing it. But if you'd like to hear Richard Porritt singing more songs from the 1990s... Let it flow, become a woman. What should we talk about now? Maybe we should launch a spin-off podcast where I sing songs from the 90s. And you try, and readers try to identify them. Do you know what? A week, a week last Friday, Okay. myself and a young lady from the newsroom... A young, yes. Not Kurt. Sounding even more like Jimmy Savile. <laughs> this isn't a thing. A young lady. This is not a thing. This is not a thing. I, a friend, mass, big friend of mine... Platonic, platonic friend, much younger than me, and I did the quiz in the pub next door. Yeah? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. there was a big bunch of middle-aged gammons 
who also work in this office. Great. Okay. Self-proclaimed gammons, it's fine. They're not going to. Oh, okay. And they. Um, and they, they win. They proudly were like, you're not going to win, are you? You know, Pori only knows about stuff from the 90s and you're only 18 or whatever. She's not. But, you know, it was that, right? Absolutely panned them. Panned them. Yeah. And do you know what we did to celebrate? We won £17. Do you know what we did to celebrate? We sang Meatloaf. <laughs> Which one <laughs> Meatloaf song did you sing? Bat Out of Hell. But uh, Why did you sing Bat Out of Hell? Because uh, drink had been taken by that point. Oh, so to celebrate, we, we sang Bat Out of Hell and, and uh, I was asked to leave. Were By Kurtz. Oh, Because okay. <laughs> it was so bad, yeah. Oh, dear. I don't know why I told you that. No, but it's fascinating. Thanks. Um... Shall we say thanks to Brexit? What are we going to call this, yeah. this weekly roundup of, of... I like this. Um, that's not my Brexit. Do you remember those... Um, oh, maybe your kids are a bit old, but there's these great kids' books, and you, you open it, and have, it'll have like a doggy on the front, and it's a bit furry, so you can stroke the book. Oh, yeah. And it, say, and it, it says, That's not my doggy. He's oh. too furry. And oh, then you right. Kind of, that's not my doggy. His nose is too brown or whatever. And then at the end he goes, that's, that's my doggy. doggy. Right, there's a load of these books. They're really cool. Babies and young kids love them. We should, well, there should be a, that's not, not my Brexit. That's good. That's not my Brexit. I've got a queue at an airport. Yeah, it's great. Well, we're going to come on to him in a good, minute. Good, good. All right. Uh, data. Yes. Google is going to move the accounts of its British users right. to... From British jurisdiction, uh-huh. EU jurisdiction, yeah, 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 with yeah. tough rules yeah. on data. Good. Uh, and it's gonna, they're going to move it to a US jurisdiction. Oh. That will make it easier for the sensitive information of you, me, and yours is quite sensitive. <laughs> I don't Tens of millions of people, it would be easier to, uh, to, for our information to be accessed. What is the most sensitive piece of information about you online? By the authorities. Or held in, th- in the computer. Why don't you just tell everyone now? Because they're going to know soon. You I, know? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's got to be your, my bank details. I'll tell you what there is, which is very sensitive. I, who, what football team do I support? Man United. Well, there's, there's a photo of <laughs> me. There's true. a photo Man City. Man City. Uh, I do support Manchester City, but there is a photo of me oh somewhere wearing Where the Manchester I, United shirt when I was about. I think I was. I think I was about four or well, five. Well, th- that proves that I, I, we are friends on Facebook because my, it was mentioned on Facebook my, on your birthday. And my brother put it on. Uh, he found it at oh my mum's house and put it on Facebook. Do you not want to kill him? Well, I, I had to instantly defriend him. I've not spoken to him since. Oh my god! I wish that was true. It isn't true. Um, oh well, so there you go. go. That's sensitive. So stuff like that. So, so that yes, thanks Brexit. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, thanks Brexit. Brexit. That's not my Brexit. <laughs> uh, Pictures of me in a Man United shirt. That's, that's not, not my, my Brexit. Brexit. Uh, yeah, the US has introduced the Cloud Act. Right, is that's that called, Well, are they going to outlaw some of these bloody clouds out here? Well, I think that's because Donald Trump has, has said, What are these things that are. <laughs> wow, what are the these biggest, things biggest, in the sky? floatiest things in the world. Uh, Big yes. climate change, that uh, It means that, um, yes, it, it, the Cloud Act basically the means that it will be much easier. Um, for the uh, for people to access your private information right. uh, via Google Good. to help with um, uh, criminal investigations. Right. What about? Do you like? I mean, what about the Elgin marbles? I love them. I love them. I'm always worried that kids are going to choke on them, though. Well, exactly. <laughs> Um, well, I mean, my, my view well, on the Elgin Marbles is probably... Well, that's good news, because, guy on... because the EU, of course, <laughs> have said, if you want a trade negotiation, yeah. basically the EU know that this isn't going to happen, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we are now saying... I love the, their excuse for doing it as well, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Cause, so basically they said, um, they said uh, um, artif- looted artefacts yes. or something, didn't they? Yes, Should they be returned. Yes. And obviously, meaning stuff like that. And say, no, 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 no. It's just because London is the capital of what looting. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it probably is well, to be fair. Um, yeah. So I mean, I, I, there was a guy on the there was a guy on the radio um, a few weeks ago who said, "Oh, it's brilliant now. We've got these three D printers because what we're doing is we're tech, we're doing three D prints." Of stuff, oh yeah, and we're sending the prints back to the countries where we need. Oh whoa, oh, whoa, nice, whoa, 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 whoa! That's like burgling someone's house, yeah, printing versions of all their stuff, yeah, yeah. and sending them that. It's not quite the, same, the same, is it? Is it? It's like, uh, yeah, 
I think the Elgin marbles should go back to Greece. It's like if Don't I... Don't you? It's not like you can sell them. They're it's like if them. I stole one of your Stone Island jumpers and then got... <laughs> and then I got Stone jumper. And then bought you a snide version from the market. I used to have a Stone like Island jumper. Blokes, Did you? Like all those blokes wear when they go and watch United. Yeah. They, 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 <laughs> their mum's just knitted two buttons on their sleeve oh, and no. you can buy the uh, labels, can't you? Oh, no. I did have a Stone Island it jumper. Is, it is quite amusing when you go to Manchester, I've got to say, on a... On a People on don't a wear Saturday. Stone Island jumpers that's anymore, a lot, do they? That's a lot of Stone Island. Is around. there? Yeah, yeah, do yeah, people yeah. still wear those... Um, Kaguli things with the glasses <laughs> in the hood. <laughs> Designed for football hooligans. It's quite amazing. Um, they <clears> just <throat> want to take back control of their own marbles. Yes. Uh, well, and oh, here we go. Go on. Do the punchline. And what? Go on. What? And we are losing our marbles. Oh, we're losing our marbles. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's not my That's Brexit. That's not my Brexit. Yeah, thanks, Brexit. Uh, by the way, the Daily Express has got a poll. Oh, good! I, I do enjoy a sensible poll on the Daily what Express. What British website. asset would you give up for a trade deal? Oh, well, uh, Nigel Farage. You, well, he's not asset, is he? Uh, well, he's a oh, you mean ass? Ass, yeah. Um, the, Ooh, the, what would I give? Up? Oh, well, uh, there are plenty that I'd give up that Brexiteers wouldn't want. Wouldn't want me to yeah, give yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Would you give up EastEnders? I've not watched EastEnders. I watched. I remember watching the very first episode of EastEnders. My mum was very excited about it. What about? Um, yeah. So, but I haven't watched it for years. So not since Tiffany up. got knocked over. Oh yeah, that was sad. I Tragic loved it. That I loved Christ- it. Was it on Christmas Day? I think it was. Yeah. Um, God, that was awful. Carling. Oh God, Carling Black Label. Carling yeah. Black Label. They don't call it Carling Black Label. No, I think they, they just call it Carling. He was Carling Black Label. Uh, yeah, I, I, I haven't that, had. My I would m- give that up for a trade deal. My mum only drinks Carling, half a Carling, and she's convinced it tastes different in different pubs, so she won't go to some yeah. pubs. What about Mrs. Brown's Boys? Oh my god, that's I Irish. Mean, is, that, is that from Northern Ireland? Or I'm from... not sure. That is the, wor- the worst television show. Could, ever, we, give, could we give ever that up? Made. Is that part of the. I think we, they could definitely have Mrs. Brown's Boys, Pint of Carling, and Nigel Farage. Yes. And um, What about the reboot of Cold Feet? <laughs> I had the great pleasure of spending an evening with James Nesbitt oh, yes, recently, did, and it yeah. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so no, I think we can we can hang on. Do you want to hang on to Cold Feet? Yeah, yeah, because I like um, Hermione. Hermione. Uh, What's her last name? She's good. She's yeah. She's good. So, I can't remember what her last name is. No, what I is her last, last well, name? I want to say Granger, but that's, that's not that's, it. That's bloody Harry Potter. I've yeah, never seen Harry Potter. Um, she was no. very good in Luther. Yes, I didn't watch it. Yeah, she was good. <laughs> she is good, I like her. And she I also, also like Faye, what's her face? She was on the on Radio 4 recently. And she was Faye Ripley. Faye Ripley. And, Faye Ripley. And Doesn't talk like that in real life, does no. she? No, I, I didn't know that. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, the Daily Express poll, unsurprisingly, right. they, oh, said, yeah, yeah. they said 91% <laughs> of people said, we wouldn't give nothing up. Nothing. We just want to leave on WTO terms now. Spitting sort of... Jelly deals, but there were three three other options. Only right, one right, percent right. of people yeah. said we'd give up Gibraltar. Oh no, I don't, I don't want to give up Gibraltar. Seven percent of people said we give up the Elgin marbles. <laughs> That's okay. Don't even play marbles. What's the point of that? You can have marbles, and that was the most popular one. One percent. One of the options was was fishing. And I don't know what whether people thought, well, I don't even go fishing. What does that mean? Or, or maybe they just went. You mean like the fishing well, quarters, I presume. Or, but maybe it was they just meant all all fish, fishing all fi- as a pastime. Fishing or all fish. I wrote a song once called "Fishing on a Night." Fishing on a night. No, it was like this. I can't believe I'm going to sing this. I was what? nine. Fishing on a night. Fishing on a night. So on a night. You, you know what on a night, night means, don't you? No. So on a night. You say what are you doing on a night? It's, it's that must be a Yorkshire thing. So what, what do you do on a night? You know, what are you doing... Tonight? It means what are you doing tonight, so after oh, school, right, okay. basically. Right? Fishing on a night. And what was the next line? Uh, after school, yeah. Fishing on a night. <laughs> Seriously, I, I, I had to write a song in school. I'd be 11. I had to write a song, first year at secondary school, for music, and that was my song, Fishing on a Night. Fishing on a night. I I've been yeah. fishing once in my entire life. I've no idea what it was about. It's a bit trippy, though. It's but it would have been. Good. It was the right time because it was a bit like the farm and that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. 1991. 
Anyway, we're giving up. We're giving up fishing. Fishing. Well, that's, that's not my Brexit. That's not my Brexit. Uh, thanks then, Brexit. Thanks Brexit. And then sausages. British sausages. What? Brexiteers love a sausage. Seven, 17 million pounds worth of British sausage exports. What, you mean money, pounds, or weight? No, I mean money. Oh my god, 17 million pounds worth of sausage. How many sausages that would buy? Ooh, do you like a sausage? I love sausages, yeah. Uh, mm, me too. Very much so. Yeah. Uh, British like meat producers, um, apparently you need a certificate right. to sell animal products, but it doesn't exist what? for meat preparation products. What? What does that mean? It basically means that what if it's all within the EU, yeah. it's fine. Oh, all right, good. Oh, but no, I've just, rem- leave, I've just remembered. Leave, <laughs> when we leave with no deal, oh. they're going to go, sorry, sorry, mate, no sausages here. Ah. Uh, so there you go. That's good. And of that's course, not my Brexit. That's not my Brexit. Ah, thanks, Brexit. Uh, so there you any, go. Any, anything else we need to no, thank Brexit for? No, that's it. But if you spot anything mm. that you want to thank Brexit for, or say that's not my Brexit, it's a little bit like that thing on what's that? What's that lovely sleepy show on Saturday morning on Radio Four, where um, Richard Coles talks about? Oh, that's right. And and um, I think is it Asma Mia now does it with him or yes? And uh, and they have they they give a thank you, don't they? And it's have you ever have you ever listened to it? I know so what you it's mean, like some, yeah. some old girl come on and go, in 1978 I got a puncture and a young <laughs> man pulled up behind me in a mini and helped me and I never got a chance to thank him so I'd like to do it now. And they always go, if you were the man if in the mini man. who helped Doris with her puncture in Slough in 1978, yes. thank you, get what in touch. It? And they never have, no one's ever got in touch. What but, is it called? Uh, uh, Sun Saturday Live. Is it Saturday Live? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's a bit like that. So if you you know if you want to say thank you to Brexit for something, then please do get in touch with the show. That's my Richard. Cole. It's not bad actually. Is it's it? not bad at all. I think it's good. And if you want to go fishing on a night, that's nothing like Asma Mia. No. <laughs> if you want to go fishing on a night, tough because we're leaving you. <laughs> we, we, there's no more fishing. We're giving our rods. What, imagine if Barnier came over here and snapped all the our rods. Just act. Taking them away, throwing the reels into the Imagine rivers. little Mark Francois crying. Well, that it would ruin. Weeping over. A, it would ruin one of the best bits of TV I've seen last year, which was uh, Bob Mortimer and well, Paul Whitehouse yeah. gone fishing. Brilliant. I've yeah. got no interest in fishing, but interesting blokes chatting while fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll take a bit of that. It's good. Is that then they call it slow TV? Slow TV. And this is slow podcasting. <laughs> Praise the tear of the week next. Brexiteer of the Week. Welcome back. Steve, please crown a Brexiteer of the Week. Let's start with Digel Farage. Digel? What did I say, Digel? Digel Darage. Digel Darage. Second class return to Dottingham with Digel Farage. <laughs> Have a tune. Uh, Nigel Farage. <coughs> Huckster, Huckster's going to Huckster. Right. Um, Tell have me you seen what he's doing? No. He's selling little boards. Little what? Little boards which you could. Um, I think there were boards that you could stick in your lawn and stuff like this. Right. Brexit party boards right. from the election. Right. Um, it, he's going to sign them. He's going to sign Tice them? Tice is going to sign them. Richard Tice? And they're going to sell them. For th- you can go on their website and you can buy them for £35 each. What? Despite the fact that they cost £16.50 for a pack of 10. So you're paying 15 quid for a... Farage's autograph. Twenty, well, nearly twenty more quid. But Antis's autograph. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, wow. So they've emailed their people. So <laughs> this is your opportunity to own a little piece of history. Yeah, it is. Um, wow. Someone the, somewhere has bought one of them. The brilliant thing is buy one? that you know what's happened, don't you? Because they've gone. We ordered millions of these for the election. And, we, and then Farage has opened a cupboard and loads of them have come out and all these little weird little eyes on stalks have sort of been buried under there. And Richard Tice has gone, oh my God, Nigel, and he's gone, where are all these bloody things come from? Why didn't we use them during the election? And the answer to that yeah. is that you bought them in yeah. when you had some balls yeah. and you were going to stand in every constituency and yeah. then you yeah. bottled yeah. it because you thought you might get a knighthood somewhere down the line and you withdrew all of your people. 
Um, so consequently, you've got loads of signs, and now you're going to try and sell them for 35 quid each. Sign of the times. Sign of the times. Uh, staying with Nigel Farage. Mm-hmm. Wait, um, he's, up, he's up again, is he? Well, get the, get the latest issue of Private Eye. Oh, I will. Always get the latest issue it? of Private Eye. You're not in it. Ugh. The front page is sensational. I've been in it twice, and it's... it's and it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of happy I can retire. It is a sensational front page. There's yeah. a thing in it about Brexit party finances, which I found quite interesting. Ooh. The Brexit party took in £8.6 million worth in donations. That's only from people who donated more than £500 at yeah. a time. So yeah. if you donated less, that's not coming No, it don't count. No, £8.6 no. 8. in donations that's they, a lot. they took. That's a lot. They also... Said that they had a hundred thousand registered supporters who paid twenty five pounds a time. So, putting that together, that's eight point six million 8.6 plus two point five million from the registered 2.5 supporters. Million, yeah. That's eleven point one million. Eleven point one million. Now, if they spent thirty thousand pounds in each of the constituencies that they ran in during the general election, thirty thousand pounds. Yeah, that is. That goes to 8.25 million. 8.25 million, yeah. So what I'm saying is there's about 3 million there. 3 million, Where's yeah. that gone? Ooh. What are they proposing to do with that? Ooh. Are they going to refund it to people because they didn't stand? Well, that's interesting. I don't know what the rules are. Or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are either. You can read more about this in private eye. Oh, well. Gerard Batten. Oh, Gerard Batten. The yeah, former yeah, leader yeah. of UKIP yeah, is yeah. quite interested in this. Yeah. He said, excuse the pun, yeah. but the penny will drop eventually. Right. If you donated money or voted Brexit Party, you were conned. Ooh. That is Gerard's personal opinion, yeah, 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 not ours. Yeah, no. Uh, he said, in the coming months, who knows, maybe there will be more revelations. Oh. So there you go. Watch Gerard this. Batten. Watch this space. Uh, yeah. Simon Cowell. Cowell. Is one of the Brexiteers of the week. He married uh, He married a Silverman. Did he? Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Is there a Silverman? No. Uh, Not a brilliant comedian. I can't remember her name. Comedian? It's something. Is it back to the 70s? Sorry. Sorry, comedian. You're having a go at me? Yeah. I've, I've been... Have I gone sexist? But I've you've gone, gone sexist. I've started, I've started impersonating the tunes advert, and I've gone sexist. <laughs> oh, it's a lovely comedian here, Martin <laughs> A little girl with a big voice. No, she was... Um, Sorry she's about that. She's I, a comedian. She, yeah, but it's not her. It's another Silver, Silverman. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Uh, he said... Um, uh, I've heard one very interesting thing about Brexit. Just one. I was watching. He was watching the TV. He said, "I've heard one very interesting." He's not on thing it anymore, is he? About Brexit. This businessman came on and he said, "Do you realise there's now another 133 countries yeah. that you can be doing business with?" Ooh. That really resonated with oh, me good. because yeah. that's what we do. We do. You know, he, he said, "The Brexit factor in Britain's got talent and all of this." I'll, yeah. I go. Uh, I go round the world and I sell those formats. Yeah. And Bre- the you said you said Brexit factor then. The, did I say Brexit factor? <laughs> yeah. Can you please sell that format? <laughs> Uh, the X Factor, yeah. Um, and of course, the, the truth is that we were always able to yeah, do yeah. those deals anyway, Wait. weren't we? Why do people think that? It's incredible. I, oh, yeah, Germany's it's... biggest trading partner yeah. is, is not the rest of the EU, no. it's China. Yeah, yeah. We could do those deals anyway. The reason that we didn't want to, we didn't do those deals is because we don't produce enough stuff. Yeah, that's what it is, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the obstacle in our way. I mean, we've been desperately trying to sell this podcast to China. They're not interested. No, not yet. No. Uh, in 2016, he said um, he was asked about Brexit. Could you please so do I'm, it in his voice? Because it's not working for me unless you do it in I his can't, voice. I can't do his voice because I don't yeah, really yeah, watch. The, does he talk like this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does it exactly like that? Yep. Does he talk like Norman Collier? I yeah. can do it. Yeah, he does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to do that. Thank God it is a referendum. <laughs> and people, no, he said, thank God it's a referendum. Yep. In 2016, they basically said, Simon Cowell, what do you think about this idea of Brexit? Yeah. And he said, thank God it's a referendum. People will make their own minds up and they yeah. won't have to listen to people like me. Yeah. And that's what he should have stuck You're with. You're fired. That was his catchphrase, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> he should have stuck with that, frankly, shouldn't he? Because he didn't know what he's talking about. The thing is, he was quite busy in 2016, whereas these days. He's not, not so well. Much. He's been busy. Somebody's been busy on his face. Oh, he well. looks. He looks a bit odd, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. 
Yeah. He wears very odd trousers for a man with all that money. Do you think that's he made still his wears face trousers sag from in that strange way? Yeah, he's got a, got a little one now, hasn't he? Is little he? cowl, yeah. Little Arthur, he's called. Arthur isn't he? Is he cowl. called Arthur? Don't know. Don't know. Or Eric. Or he always oh, Eric. Called Eric. It's Eric. He always seems to be Simon Cowell on a yacht. Does yeah. he have a house? Or he just live off live off Marbella. I don't know. I don't know. Who's next? Ma 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 Marbella. Um, go on, do fishing on a night again. Fishing on a night. <laughs> fishing on a night. Put a little effect in it. <laughs> fishing on a night. After school. Yeah. On Great. Night. What are you doing on night? Colin Browning. Right. Uh, he went fishing on a night in Amsterdam. Did he? He said he's the bre- he's the Brexit. Oh, who he's everyone the was loving on Twitter last yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When was it? Because there was a contingent of the New European in Amsterdam last week. Last Friday. All oh, right. Uh, he went to Amsterdam. He said absolutely disgusting service at Schiphol Airport. <laughs> Fifty-five minutes we've been stood in this immigration queue. This isn't the Brexit. <laughs> I vote. I don't know Brexit. I vote. And he said, uh, and then people went, mate. He did, well, I mean, what an idiot, mate. <laughs> I love the picture as well. The backs of people's heads. Yeah. Um, and it was on <laughs> Valentine's Day, wasn't it? Of what course. a wally. Um, and I, my favourite one was. Uh, when somebody put somebody replied to his tweet and said, "Roses are red, violets are blue. You are an idiot. Now wait in the queue." <laughs> uh, of course, he later he later tweeted, "I wrongly tweeted without knowing the facts." She followed, clarified why this issue occurred. I apologise to them for my outburst. Oh, but I mean, he's just a Wally. You should just—he doesn't need to apologise. He's just a Wally. Yeah, he is a Wally. Talking of Wallys, Martin Daubney, ah, blue-suited chump. Uh, former editor of Loaded, former uh, Brexit Party MEP, he has the given. Editor of Loaded. He was he used to be the editor of Loaded. Didn't didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. When was that? Uh, it was long after Loaded's heyday. Yeah, long yeah. after. Loaded couldn't. Loaded simply couldn't launch now. Well, it couldn't launch now, yeah. but it was launched by James, James Brown, yeah. our friend, yeah, friend of the podcast, friend of the podcast, who you know of its time, wasn't it? But it was. It didn't just have pictures of. It <laughs> just have pictures of women in states of undress. No, I, I loaded it. Had I, lots of very I, funny writing. I about. got it. I got it for the journalism. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, loaded was of its time, and it was great. It couldn't happen now. That's what I'm saying. It just wouldn't yeah, happen yeah, now. Yeah. No, anyway, watch that. it was very, very good, um, and uh, it had a, it operated on a subtle level. Uh, which I'm not sure Martin Daubney is capable of. Anyway, he's given a fantastic interview to the Daily Express. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, they asked him which would be the next country to exit the European Union. Do you know uh-huh. what he said? Oh, let me have a guess. It'll go for Poland or something, I would have thought. He said Germany. Germany, yeah. Yeah, they're basically <laughs> the leaders of the European yeah, Union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Germans, definitely. He said, well, they, he they, said they like evidence, the Germans. What? Evidence? They like evidence. He said, what on earth Germans does that like mean? Evidence. evidence of what? Well, Here's some evidence of his stupidity. He said, if we can forge it on our own, if we can go ahead and strike out and become a huge international force without the EU, <laughs> the Germans like evidence, <laughs> so, they will, so they will leave the EU. There's all sorts of things wrong with that, isn't no, there? I just need to lie down. Steve. Yeah, you do. Uh, anyway, a poll in uh, Germany last month uh, showed Remain leading leave by 72% to 28%. Yeah, and you know what, I'd be surprised if it's that, that I, I would that be high. absolutely amazed. But the Brexiteer of the week... Yeah, go on. Who is it? Well, uh, when is the right time to fight crime? The night time. On a night time. And on a night time. And the Brexiteer of the week is Dominic Cummings. Fantastic. And Congratulations, Dominic. And we talked about... I mean, the last... The latter part of the week has belonged to Pretty Patel. Yes. The weekend... That was brilliant. And all of that was owned by Dominic Cummings, it wasn't was. it? And we haven't talked about his weirdo part. I love it when they keep going, any more weirdos for us today, Dominic? <laughs> and he comes out his house every morning. Any more, any more weirdos or freaks for us, Dominic, today? <laughs> it's brilliant. They should carry on doing that. What's that guy called, the mouth? He's brilliant, that guy. His name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a snapper. He's a well-known snapper. And, uh, and, uh, in political circle. Any more weirdos? Weirdos for us, Dominic! He was he was right. He was right, wasn't he? He toppled the Sag. He played three D, four D chess with the Sag. Well, yeah. if you're not gonna, I'm gonna make you do. What does this. he call his attack thing? That he's oh, he's um, oh, 
Anal or something. Yeah, whatever, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Onco or something, it's something like that, isn't it's it? It's weird acronym, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he did all of that. He outfoxed the Sag. The Sag had to go home. In his pyjamas. In his pyjamas. <laughs> Get out of here, Sag. I've won. <laughs> Who's the boss in this town? Uh, and then, of course, he went, uh, and they went, well, we've got rid of him. Yeah. Uh, who are we going to get in? And he went, I've got this super forecaster. Super forecaster. He's brilliant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> He's really good. I've got this forecaster. And, and, and then they get him in, and it's like, what are all these? <laughs> these really racist tweets yes. you did. And I mean, went, the other, uh, and when, when they said to him, any freaks or weirdos for us? He said, well, I'd take a super forecaster over a political pundit. That was his comeback. Oh. <laughs> Ooh, I'll take a super forecaster. What is a super forecaster? Is this like the, it's is like, this like the computer that the Met Office has bought it's like, for a billion pounds? Do you remember when, do you remember when he said, uh, a lady has rung in to say that there's a storm in Holland, but <laughs> I think they won't be coming over here. What was he called? Michael Fish. Michael you know Fish. He I was th- a super forecaster. I think if you look into that, that has become that is that is myth. That it's not. If you go, I'm pretty sure Google right. I th- think that that clip was taken some. T- it wasn't the night before the storm. It really? was. It was some considerable time before the storm. A good few days. Fish is innocent. And uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure that fish in the end just went. I I'm I'm just I can't deny it anymore. I'm just gonna have to run with it because it's become such common. Right. Knowledge that it's so he's just stopped correcting people. Very good. Is this part of our new myth busting podcast? Myth, ooh, hit or myth, hit or myth, hit or myth. With or, we could do, or we could do a hit or meth <laughs> where I try out illegal substances on the pod. No, yeah, something like yeah, that. The boss would go for that, wouldn't he? Yeah, meth or meths or myth. Or this, <laughs> this week. <laughs> What? We shouldn't make fun of drug taking. No, really. We no. shouldn't do that. Uh, Don't do it. So Just say went, no I've kids. got this brilliant super forecaster. He's going to come yeah. in. He's going to do this amazing game theory. We're going to shake the whole thing up. Going to do what? And he was going to shake everything up, wasn't he? All oh, right, you keep sounding like you say rude words. And this then week. he said, and then they went, well, he's he's got to resign. <laughs> Because he's a, you know, a bit of a he's, racist. He's a racist. Oh, he certainly was. Oh, I thought that he was, was a racist. That was a really, really strong interview. Yes, it was good. Yeah, and he good sounded, for him. He's, yeah, it's good for him, and he yeah. sounded right. He was rightly outraged, as yeah. Pretty Patel would say. Yeah, rightly. Yeah, rightly racist. He's, yes, <laughs> it's part of my war on counter racist. She would say. <laughs> My uh, war against people who've rightly been racist. She would not even pretty Patel would say that. Um, anyway, and then they said, "Well, we've had to sack him now. So what else have you got?" And he went, "Well, I'm wearing a tea cosy for, for a hat again. <laughs> My wife's all the tea is getting cold on our table because I'm wearing this for a hat. Tea cosies, yeah." Do people still have them? And I'm wearing, instead of wearing underpants, I'm just wearing a glove. <laughs> just a glove that I've put over there. And I'm wearing my shoes backwards. <coughs> and all of that. And I don't really. La- Labour started I don't that even trend. need these glasses. I can see perfectly. Like that. He is certainly disruptive, isn't he? Always disruptive, isn't he? Um, have you ever worn a glove for pants? Yes, all the time. I'm wearing one now. A rubber glove, that a marigold. Ex- that will explain um, it. Do you know why he's the Brexiteer of the Week, though? Why? I think I don't think he's ever been the Brexiteer of the Week. And there is a listener out there who keeps a track. He's the Brexiteer of the Week because there's a new BBC documentary about ah, him coming out. Is there? There is. Uh, Emily Maitlis is... Uh, oh, she's is, on a roll. She is presenting it. She's on a roll. And it is, apparently it's got an interview it, uh, in it with a guy called Colin Perry, who used to work for the CBI. Maybe still does work for the CBI. Oh, I thought he used to be in, um, he used to be in uh, that Harry Enfield thing. Yes. Hello, Mr. With Kevin. Hello, Mrs. Peterson. Mr. Peterson. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Patel. <laughs> Go on, sorry. Uh, and it's got Colin Perry in it. Right, yeah. And he said, Colin Perry Did says, he kiss a girl? He did. Ah, and he liked, I know him. And he liked <laughs> it. <laughs> he did. Uh, he says that two decades ago, Dominic Cummings mm. picked him up, right. seized him by the collars, right. threw him against a wall, what? slammed him against the wall, and then he put his fist up like he was going to slam it into his face. But being classic Dom, he then didn't do it. He, he probably, tickled him. He probably <laughs> slammed it into his own face instead. <laughs> yeah. I'm a disruptor. That's <laughs> not what you expected. And we have these gloved um, wang about. But he says, that, <laughs> he says that Dominic Cummings completely lost it with him. Yeah. And... and 
you know, he thought he was going to hit him. He slammed him against the wall, picked him up by the lapel, threw him against the wall. Do you know what he says brought on this alleged attack? Go on. He says uh, it happened because when he said to Dominic Cummings, well, you just want the UK to leave the EU entirely. And Dominic Cummings went, that's a lie. I don't want that at all. What? <laughs> It's chaos. So Colin Perry is is basically saying that Dominic Cummings nearly beat him up because he was so outraged yeah. when he, Colin Perry, suggested that Dominic Cummings wanted one day would like the, the UK to leave the EU. Wow. Dominic Cummings, by the way, denies this. He says, uh, we just stumbled into one another. <laughs> okay, well, someone's telling a fib. Someone's telling a fib. Well, who could it be? But I um, don't know. Who knows? But all uh, I can say is that knows? the night time is the right time yeah. to fight crime. It is. It is. Uh, and I and think when it comes to break through the world. Do you know what? I think over the course of this podcast, which is now running far too long, yes. um, we've gained, I think, some nice hashtag nicknames for yeah. Twitter. Yeah, I am hashtag the night fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> and you are hashtag the gloved wang. <laughs> I'm looking forward uh, to seeing those hashtags all over your <laughs> all over your Twitter this week. Hashtag the gloved wang. Hashtag the night fisher. What what should the listener do now? Go to your podcatcher of choice. Leave us a great review. Tell all your friends. Tell all your friends uh, about the new European podcast. The reviews uh, really do mean a lot, and we are up for an international podcast award, which we're going to tell you all about. Which we are going to seize, whether we, we win it or not. Win or lose on the booze, it yeah. would be. Yeah. Uh, when is that? It's only a couple of weeks. It's a couple of weeks. Oh. It's very exciting. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a Wednesday as well, so we can go through the pod the next day. Uh, Hangy, then Hangy pod coming up. Yes, it will be. Uh, you can go to the New European Facebook Readers Group. Yeah, please join that. You join can it. just uh, like or follow us on on uh, Facebook. Like and follow. Uh, well, you can like and follow. Like and follow. Spend and borrow. Like Spend and follow. <laughs> it's Keynesian. That's what he would have done. Like yeah. and follow. Spend and borrow. <laughs> Uh, or just go to Twitter. You can follow the New European. It's at the New European. You yep. can follow me at Sanglesey. S A N G L E S E Y. Hashtag the gloved wag. Or you can follow me at Porritz. P O double R I double T. Hashtag the night fisherman. From true crime to football, Brexit to folklore. For more great podcasts from Archant, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash Archant. That was the New European Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, please go out and buy the printed product. It is £3. It is in all good news agents right now. A lot of politics, a lot of Brexit, but also tons and tons of arts and culture. You will absolutely love it. We will be back next week. Until then, Mr Campbell, play your bagpipes. Here you go. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.